Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten podcast. Welcoming on the show two dentists. And you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to shill right now because you cannot fast forward if you weren't expecting it. Coinfloor.co.uk forward slash bitten. Relay, R-E-L-A-I dot C-H forward slash bitten. Swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten. Get your corn off the exchanges. Store them on a hardware wallet. Bitbox 02. Bitcoin only edition. Shrift. Eh, damn it. Shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitten. See, it's not too painful, guys. You know, we've got to give love back to the companies that are out there building. And I know some of you don't particularly like the ads and you're probably getting bored with the same old shit. But these companies are doing great stuff and they do try and help support the lonely Bitcoin podcaster and help you guys educate your own friends and family and help them get down the rabbit hole as well. So show them some love. Go to once-bitten.com and find the sponsors page and find my book, Choose Life, because I don't know, people are waking up to it. They seem to like it. I've shilled very lightly. So, you know, go and check it out. And I will do an audio version. I promise at one stage the problem is i've got so many freaking interviews lined up for you guys that the wall of content will not stop coming and i've got two dentist bitcoiners here today to share their story why did they get into dentistry how did they get into bitcoin why are these two plebs on this bitcoin podcast all shall be revealed love you guys enjoy the show thank you Okay, guys, welcome to the show. We got uh, two Bitcoiner dentists with us today. Thank you. Uh, thanks for reaching out, first of all, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, sir. Um, <clears throat> we're excited to be here. Honestly, it's our uh, our debut. Yeah, it's uh, nice. Nice. Yeah, nice to meet you uh, as well. As well. Yeah, this is our inaugural inaugural run. So, Lauren. Yohan, because I know you've got to run off to yeah. it. You've got a club, so uh, you better get this question yeah, out so of the way. Why did you both want to become dentists, or why did you just become dentists? Sure. Um, well, I'll go first. Um, I had a neighbor when I was young that was a dentist, and he said it was a good idea, so I just did it. Um, it took me a little bit to get there, uh, but uh, I got it, and... and well, now I'm a dental specialist and, and that's what I do. Um, I didn't see any other way, honestly. And I just wanted to, to help and uh, take care of people. Well, uh, you know, my journey was a little in dentistry. I kind of um, accidentally stumbled upon it. Um, I was, uh, was in the U.S. Army um, when I was 17 years old and I was stationed, um, in Colorado and 
when I was in the army, I was an infantry soldier, um, which is a fighting soldier. Um, and we would have time off um, in between exercises. And while I was in Colorado, um, I learned how to ski. And um, for the soldiers, they would give a discount uh, for the ski resorts. They're, the resorts were kind enough to support our, our troops. Um, and um, while I was skiing, sometimes you get lost on the, on, or at least, uh, or you, you get paired up with other people on the lift. And I got paired up with, with a dentist. And, um, you know, it was a long ride up. And, and basically, he had told me that he um, was trying to get into med school for <laughs> about five years. And uh, he kept on, um, he didn't get in, he didn't get in. And the requirements for becoming a medical doctor in the United States at the time was the most difficult uh, of all the schools to go to. Um, so, so one of the one of the things that people used to say is, um, um, how do you become? Or um, um, uh, they'd say, you know, what, you know, a backup plan basically was was being a dentist, and 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 um, you know, basically he he went to dental school and and uh, started a couple practices, and he was working two days a week, um, and skiing. Um, the other days of the week. And he was making a living that was equal to uh, what a doctor was making. Um, I guess the saying was, what do, you, what do you call a doctor that doesn't get into medical school? They call him a dentist. So, so he was telling me how he stumbled into dentistry and it was the most amazing career he could ever have. Um, it had flexibility. You can own a business. Um, you don't have to save lives, okay? Which, which for a lot of people, if you want to, if you want to become a doctor, um, you know, giving a portion of yourself and your life is 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 part of it. And in, in dentistry, um, it's more like a nine to five job. So, you know, my my dad, um, or at the time, you know, he just told me about this, and I and I and he got off the lift, and I got off the lift, and. And um, I served overseas in Korea uh, for a year and a half. And um, I was actually on the, on the DMZ, uh, the demilitarized zone where the, the, the line between North and South Korea are. And it scared living daylights out of me. Um, and it changed the way that I thought. And it, was a change, it changed the way that I thought about school and I thought that instead of, um, I remember one night I was on a guard shift, an all-night guard shift, looking out into North Korea, and my job was to shoot anybody who comes over the other side. And that like realization of of life and the world, and and the fact that 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 I was in this, you know, dark, lonely place um, that I was required to, to, to give my life if I had to, it, it, it shook me up a lot. Um, so that night, um, it was about three months before I went, before I was getting out of the military that night, I decided that I was going to read and study and do everything I possibly could to, 
to, to work with my brain instead of work with my, with my might. So um, I got out of the military. I, I had a, a 1.7 grade point average in high school, which is really low. And I went to community college. Um, long story short, I finished college in three years. Um, I, I got two Bs. So I, I had a 3.9 grade point average and I got into dental school. And I remembered um, what that guy in the ski lift told me about how his life was, was great. And, and um, while I was in dental school, I learned about dental implants, which is a which I feel is the most technologically advanced treatment in dentistry, where you can learn how to replace somebody's um, teeth or, or restore their function of, of, of chewing and eating. And I fell in love with, with the profession. Um, when I got out, um, I have worked my very best to be the best dentist that I can be. And I've turned it into a, a business. So um, I became a dentist to, to take care of people. Um, I became a dentist to, um, to have a job that, that is important. And I became a dentist um, to run a business. So, so I run 10 dental clinics. Um, or manage 10 dental clinics. And, um, and I'm at a part in my life where, where I can really make a difference to a lot of people on a daily basis. Um, and making a big difference in the world um, was always something that I always wanted to do. Um, you know, you can do things independently by yourself and you could help out another person, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, but if you can help out, you know, you know, hundreds or thousands of people a year, um, that was the most appealing thing to me, is that how I can make an impact on society. Um, and um, it's just evolved over the years. Um, and that brings us to, you know, even today that, that we're talking about how, um, how money has changed. So that's, that, that's why I became a dentist. It's, it's a wonderful uh, career. It's given me so much and, and most people in, in the in the field in, in America. And um, it's one of the most, you know, satisfying professions that I, that I can possibly think of to be in. So does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have another question. I'll okay. have to go. <laughs> okay, well, you can ask, you can ask me the question. Okay. And then uh, I'll ask the guys, yeah? Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, what was it? Okay. So, are people scared? Oh, there's a good question. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the answer. Okay. I'll play it back to you when, you, um, when, okay. we, when we release it. Okay. okay. Enjoy your club. Say bye to the guys. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> bye See ya. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for you guys uh, reaching out and, and asking to come on the show and to kind of, if you can frame that up for, for the listeners, uh, Andrew, I think uh, it was you that reached out originally. Um, what was the motivation for that? What made you feel as though, you know, you wanted to reach out and, and come on the show and, and discuss your guys' profession and everything else? Sure. Well, um, you know, 
I'm quite new to, to Bitcoin Twitter. Um, really, I, I honestly discovered it in, in about December. Um, and um, kind of been exploring on there, trying to, you know, figure out who's who and, and what's what. Uh, and, you know, I, I saw that you uh, actually I, I found you in a, a reply, I think, you know, Dr. Bitcoin MD is somebody that I follow on there. And I noticed that he was doing a show with you. And it really just opened my mind to, you know, the idea that there are professionals out there that are interested in this. Um, and they're, and they're just regular, you know, people as well. Uh, and, and I think the applications, you know, are, are broad, uh, for what, for what we are all, you know, collectively working on. And, um, at the same time, uh, you know, Jeff here, uh, is one of my close friends and, um, you know, he's, he's recently, uh, been orange pilled as well. <laughs> and, and, uh, we've been having a lot of fun, you know, talking back and forth about the possibilities and implications of this and in dentistry in general. And, uh, you know, I saw this as an opportunity to number one, have some fun and, you know, talk with maybe a fellow Bitcoiner out there. Uh, you know, one of the things, one of the great things I've discovered about, you know, Bitcoin Twitter is, man, it's, it's like my people, <laughs> you know, um, I was missing that in a, in a great way. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been involved in the space, you know, uh, I guess class of 2017, you can call it, but, you know, surrounded by people that don't really think the same way. Uh, and, and, you know, the way I look at it is any, any opportunity I have to, to even communicate or, or make a difference or, you know, spread what we know is a good thing. Sure, man. Appreciate it. it and it's, uh, it's great that the plebs reach out. You know, I do a lot of these pleb shows, uh, you know, hats yeah. off to John Vallis. I think he, he really kickstarted this uh, yeah. last year when he was just jumping on with whoever turned up first in his DMs. And it's great right. to, to, to hear these normal stories. Um, how right. did you guys, yeah. how did you guys even meet? Like, uh, you, you, and you both still look pretty young to me. What's, uh, <laughs> what? sure. Um, so I met, uh, I met Jeff on, it was a mission trip. Um, I was a, a third year dental student at the time. There's four years of dental school and we were, uh, <clears throat> the school I went to, they, they do a mission trip to Jamaica and all students get to go over summer break and we go and, um, <clears throat> you know, help people that would never get help otherwise. Uh, and it's a full, full week of that. Um, Jeff being the, the great guy that he is was there just, um, just to help him contribute. He wasn't a student. Um, he, he just went because it was a, it was a charity event and yeah, a little bit of a vacation, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I remember meeting Jeff, uh, on that trip specifically and, you know, thinking, you know, that's the type of guy that, 
that I want to be. He, he was really passionate about dentistry. He was a specialist. Uh, he was a business owner. And you know what? I'm like, I'm following this guy. So we've kind of been <laughs> friends since. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, uh, that Jamaica trip, um, um, it was a, a program that um, my one of my closest friends who was born in Jamaica um, and trained, uh, trained in the United States, we would uh, go back to where he grew up um, in the inner portions of Jamaica. And um, I've done that trip 14 times, and that was probably my 10th time doing it uh, when Andrew was in. So it was it's a way to give back to um, a community that, that needs care in Jamaica and uh, that normally wouldn't have access to care. And then it also, I, I was using it as part of a networking, um, a way of networking with students so that way I could meet um, like-minded um, people that, 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 um, that, that someday um, that, you know, it could turn into something else, other business opportunities and so forth. So a lot of what, what I do, try, I try to incorporate my business into, um, into humanity and, and just, just using my business to try to um, make a real impact you know, in the world. And, and when I would go on these on the Jamaica, on these trips, um, the dental students are usually broke. They're usually poor. So I would have a, a big party <laughs> at one of the, uh, at one of the, the, uh, they call them jerk shacks. Um, and I would have a big party and it would, I would, uh, I, I would, uh, there'd be about 30 dental students that were drinking all night and and I was the most successful dentist there, and I would and I would basically try to recruit everybody who would listen to me, <laughs> um, you know, and uh, and basically that's that's how we met. I would I would I was able to see dentists um, at a very young age. I could see what their skill set was, and more importantly, I could see if they were somebody who was a lifelong learner. Um, and those are those are the requirements um, in my life as far as to, to have people in my, in my, in my, in my close world. I, I'm, you know, just like what Andrew is saying, I, I, you know, like, like seeking out Bitcoiners, you know, he's been alone for a long time, <laughs> you know, and dentistry is probably one of the only ones since 2017, but, you know, finding other like-minded people that have entrepreneurial spirit and, understand um how how um how that all works it is you know is something that i always seek out and andrew and i um over the last you know few years have have gotten closer together we you know andrew was has bitcoin atms in the united states and before the pandemic we were we were partnering in that that venture <laughs> um, and the pandemic hit and that changed things. And, um, and, and now we're, we're, we're in it, um, you know, trying to get more adoption, you know, at the, at, at the consumer level, you know? So, um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's in a nutshell, that's how, 
Andrew and I have gotten together and we just, we've seen all the things that have happened um, to the world um, for the people that, that, that understand this kind of thing. And we see how it can impact um, everything and, and how we can play a, a major role in helping that process along by just um, providing awareness. I'll get to ask, uh, Andrew, you, you said uh, you, you like class of 2017. I'm assuming then you might have came to the space for, for number go up, seeing, seeing that amount of craziness going on. Is, is that a, a fair assessment or assumption? It was fair. Um, I, I was in residency when, um, when I discovered it and, um, you know what? It, it was partly that, but honestly, I had a, a friend that orange pilled me and he, this guy, uh, he wants to be anonymous very much so, but I mean, he was a minor in, in 2013. Um, let's just say he's a few months uh, younger than me, but he's never, he doesn't have a job. I mean, he just, he just hangs around. And I was like, how did this guy the same age as me, <laughs> how is this guy, you know, doing what he's doing? Um, and that, that's really, you know, I was like curious really about it. And at the same time, um, yeah, numbers started going up rapidly and I was like, wow, this is crazy. I'm glad it, you know, I, I was very broke then. So it's not like it would have made any really difference, but, um, uh, but yeah, I guess that's one of the initial things, but, you know, really just seeing how it's changed somebody's life completely was, was the real interest there. And did you use that, that angle to, um, to hook in Jeff when you were uh, trying to explain it to him? Yeah, he was a little uh, hard egg to crack it for a while, but <laughs> I had to yell at him for, for, you know, maybe a year, but he finally got it. <laughs> Jeff, if, if you want to respond, you're, you're just on mute. So we, we can't hear you at the, at the second. Well, you know what? I, I run a very, um, I run a very aggressive dental practice, you know, so we've, we've uh, 20 X in the last um, five years, six years. Um, on a portion of my practice. So, so, um, so rapid growth is something that um, I'm into and, you know, running a dental practice and, um, um, and, and, and building it up exponentially, you know, requires a lot of time and energy. Um, but the, uh, the pandemic gave me some time uh, to shut everything down and to kind of figure things out as far as like where my life was going. And, you know, it was quite a scary thing when, you know, with the kind of leverage that, that I, I do with my practice in my life. But once, once, um, once we figured out that, that we're not all going to die from it um, um, and that the, the dental profession of all places, the place that we touch saliva, the thing that, COVID lives in, COVID lives in, you know, once we figured that out, then I wanted to, I, I, I wanted a, a slightly different path. And, 
um, you know, making investments into things that, that really just make up the world a better place is, is the route that I wanted to go. And once I learned a little bit more about, about what it all is and, um, you know, I, I'm new to, to actually, you know, really being part of this since the beginning of February. So it hasn't been that long, but, you know, I can see the applications in business at a small business level. Um, and I'm really excited about, you know, what the possibilities are, you know, they we're, we're very new to this or I am in particular, but what's even newer is being, you know, we'd like to be, you know, a voice in our field for something um, that is completely different than what most people are accustomed to, to learning about. Um, you know, but we know it's, 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 you know, the, the present and the future. So, you know, we, we want to be able to, you know, figure that all out and just be part of it. You guys, am I right in thinking you're, you're business partners in some of the clinics or all of the clinics or how, how does that work between you two? Um, yeah, we're actually not, um, okay. in that, in that regard, um, as of this moment, uh, we're, we're in separate locations, but, uh, we're, we're separate, but together sort of. so 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 we we um uh we run similar styles of practice we're separate business owners and we're really really good friends um um someday we may be business partners but as of right now we're 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 not but um it's good to collaborate amongst colleagues on, on the type of business that we do in dentistry, which is, which is group practice. So, so Andrew is an aspiring group practice um, uh, manager, and I am uh, also the same. I'm just a little further along in my career. So uh, we, we mastermind with each other. So, so there's certain things that Andrew is an amazing talent with, um, you know, his background at Bitcoin, especially. Um, is just amazing. The, the things that he does as far as innovations and in technology in his own practice is, is, you know, you know, second to none. Um, and we just gravitate towards each other because we're, we're, we're trying to build dental technology companies and, and there aren't very many people like that um, anywhere, especially. Right. This is, this is, yeah, I've got a lot of questions around the dentistry and um, I'm trying to figure out this is the best. Uh, yeah, I'll drop Lauren's question in now. Um, <laughs> do people get scared I, when they come to the dentist? <laughs> oh, can, yes. can, can I, so we're the scariest of the scariest dentists. So so Andrew does root, Andrew does root canals for a living as a specialty. Ooh. And, and, I, and I do surgery. So... So, so Andrew, Andrew, I don't know if you're really an evil dentist or not, but I went to two extra years to, to learn sedation dentistry. So I sedate 95% of my patients and that's exactly the way I like it. And it's exactly the way my patients do. So my patients are, are, are anxious, 
but they typically uh, all they need is one poke and they are they are um, in a place where of comfort. Is that a poke to the gum or like no, the, or is that no, can you, no? That would be that would be directly into the bloodstream, uh, usually oh. uh, sedatives. <laughs> so you're the, out the cold, reason I ask. <laughs> yeah. The reason I ask, when I was a kid, I had to go through the whole retainer thing. And I remember like they had to yank four teeth out of my head. It was oh, yeah. really barbaric. Oh, man. And and the, the injections, the local anesthetic straight into the gum, like four for each tooth or something. Oh. Like right in the roof of the mouth, right? That probably felt great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Do, they, so do they still do that to kids or have we moved on? Well, you know what? They, they do, but the techniques are a lot better. And the people, the dentists as a whole, um, they 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 they're a little bit more caring because the baby boomers are so traumatized. So so the baby boomers are <laughs> primarily who we work on, um, and they are petrified. So 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 you know being a being a regular person, and like you know speaking to a patient with with common language, and like having a background of, you know, of, of being with, with regular folks, not, you know, is, is one of Andrew's strength and, and mine. Um, and, and we do our best to really um, help people understand that we're in this together and that there's, you know, every, you know, everybody's here to try to try to take care of you. So, so, you know, that that's, and, and whatever drugs they need to help them get there, that's what I'm willing to do. <laughs> Andrew, explain to us in layman's terms, what, what a root canal is, how you spot it and how you treat it. Oh my gosh. Well, there's, there's many different reasons why um, people need root canals. People of all ages need them. Um, <clears throat> you know, what it comes down to is if you look at a tooth, uh, you have the, the enamel, which is the hard outer shell. You have dentin on the inside, which is kind of like softer bone-ish material. Um, but really inside there, if you look on the inside of a tooth, it's, it's uh, pulp is what we call it. It has nerves and, and blood supply in the inside. And um, there's a lot of different ways this can happen, but that can become infected uh, or inflamed. <clears throat> Uh, for you know in simple terms well it, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a sterile environment inside a tooth so yeah. if bacteria at all gets inside the tooth the body can't fight it off right basically very very difficult your tooth is very unique in that it's a rigid environment um to which um you have soft tissue surrounded by hard tissue and if that soft tissue becomes inflamed or infected it has you know, when, when tissue becomes, um, inflamed, it, one of the things it does is it swells up, right? If you get poked in the arm or something and you have, uh, your skin's raised, you know, if that happens on the inside of your tooth, you're in trouble, uh, because it has nowhere to go. Um, typically what we see is, uh, you know, that becomes inflamed or ultimately the bacteria will overcome the pulp of the tooth and become infected. And at that point, that's when people typically need need root canals. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And the, uh, the pressure, the pressure builds up on the inside of the tooth when it's infected. And the only sensations that a tooth has is pain. 
So if it is as a response. So when you have a high pressure building up in a, in a rigid environment, and it, what it does is it causes extreme pain on the nerve that's inside the tooth. Yeah, does not feel good. Doesn't feel good. Doesn't feel good. You know, the, the way that, that we fix it is, you know, if, um, if you have that situation, uh, people don't like to lose their teeth, but they also don't like to be in pain. Right. So, um, essentially what we do is go in the tooth and clean it all out. Um, do kind of like a filling on the inside of the tooth and seal it up. Many times yeah. there's a 90, 95% chance that the tooth is going to heal and be okay after that. Yeah. So ba basically you're removing the infection out of the tooth and, and replacing it with, with a material that, that fills the gap of where the nerve uh, used to be. You got it. Yeah. That sounds painful and very intricate work. So hats off to you it's... both for, uh, <laughs> well, I, you know, I had a patient sleeping in my chair yesterday, so he thought it was okay. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the days of, of traumatizing dentistry are, 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 are less and less as time goes on. That's very true. That's good to hear. That is good to hear. Because, yeah, like I said, you know, I, I grew up um, pretty much uh, traumatized by some of those dental visits as, as I, you know, I, I want to ask you guys about, because um, I, I spoke to MD Bitcoin about this, Dr. Bitcoin MD, uh, like the incentive structure within inside the, the medical profession and what he sees, uh, like certain pharmaceuticals being pushed, um, you know, is any kind of that behavior working in on the dental side of things? Um, I can answer that one. Yeah, I'll let you answer that, Jeff. Yeah. So, so dentistry is different than medicine, but we're very similar. Okay. In medicine, you have dental in, or you have medical insurance and medical insurance insinuates that if you have a major catastrophic problem, that the insurance is there to help you, to take care of you. Okay, that is in America, it is, um, it's an insurance program. So in order to be able to have um, good quality care, um, you have to have some type of insurance. And with the uh, care, with the uh, Obamacare, it's, it, there's more access to lower um, income people, but there's still a large portion of our population that doesn't have medical insurance. Um, the the in dentistry there is dental insurance but dental insurance is not insurance if you it's more of a benefit so a a a, a company that somebody works for their their employer can provide this dental coverage and what they do is they give a few thousand dollars to the insurance company and the insurance company's job is to administer the benefits and there's a cap every year so the dental insurance is more of a benefit. It's there to help you out. There's large copays and usually one, one procedure wipes out your entire benefit. So if you have major dental work, um, the vast majority will be out of pocket even if you have dental benefits, okay? Um, 
there are models where people don't take insurance at all and they, you just come in, it's, it's a certain price. And those people are, that have practices like that, um, they have to really market themselves or they have to be in a unique place where the supply and demand are, are the ratios are in their favor. Um, but, but we're moving more towards a medical um, uh, type um, industry because corporations are, are grouping small dental practices together, similar to how Walgreens um, consolidated uh, pharmacies in America. Um, and um, what we're seeing is we're seeing more insurance driven uh, business, um, not necessarily patient driven, but, but more insurance driven businesses, profit driven businesses. Dentistry is becoming more of a more of a Wall Street type thing in America um, with private equity firms coming in. And, um, you know, the, the, the sovereignty of the single doctor practice, the dentist, it's, it's going away in America, you know? So, so um, 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 you know, the, the, the implications of that and then medicine, on medicine side, medicine wants to be more like dentistry where it's a transactional, you know, you do something and I get something. So, so both industries are, are colliding and eventually they'll become one. Okay. It might take 50 years for that to happen, but eventually medicine is going to be dentistry in America. Um, it's primarily going to be driven by the mouth body connection where, where periodontal disease is the most common disease in the world. Um, it's primarily based in inflammation and inflammation is what kills the majority of human beings on earth. So, so, um, knowing that that's where things are going, where the mouth is connected to the body, um, uh, we just have to be aware of the mistakes that medicine made. And if anything, dentistry may be able to drive medicine because we have a better model when it comes to how to manage and incentivize doctors to get paid along with what the, what the, what the company's, you know, profit as well. So we, we have a lot more control over our destiny in dentistry because it's a consolidating field. If that answers. answers Yeah, yeah, no, it does. It does. Yeah, it does. And I'm just trying to think of when, um, you know, I was a kid growing up in the UK, as far as I was aware, I think the dentistry was all part of, I think, I think it was free. And I think that's why there was a lot of, uh, over hype or oversubscribed or overdiagnosed um, wearing of, of braces, for example, on, on young kids, maybe before they should have even had teeth pulled. Uh, I think, you know, incentives were, were misaligned. Um, also with fillings, uh, growing up, you know, kids were just getting metal fillings in, in their teeth, uh, which, you know, nowadays, you know, kind of sounds pretty brutal. Do you guys, um, is that something you fear that might creep in? If, if something gets overinsured and the, you know, the, the incentives get misaligned for, for the practitioners? Well, well, I mean, I can speak to that. I mean, the, the, the cost of, of everything in, 
in dentistry is, is, is very high. <laughs> um, the, the compensation model for dentistry, dentists are, um, are some of the highest earners in the United States. Um, they're in the top three to five every year. Um, so compensation, dentists make a lot of money. The, the, the success rate of a dental business in America is 99%. Okay. And that's, that's going to change. Um, but when, when small practices turn into larger hospital type practices where there's multiple doctors, it cuts the overhead down. So the, your fixed costs, um, can, you can stretch it a lot farther. Um, insurance companies or benefits providers are reducing their, their reimbursements because fees are too high in general as a field. Uh, you know, do I charge less because I, no, I, I charge what the going rate is, uh, what a fair rate is for what, what are, what services we provide. But, but there are some efficiencies that can be passed on to the consumer. Okay. Um, there are doctors that, you know, single doctor practices have to run at a high margin. Okay. And one of the things that they, that keeps them in business is that this is a touch field. So you're actually touching another human being. So when you touch another human being, it's different than, than anything else. It's very intimate, especially when it's something that somebody's embarrassed about, or it's something that, that they are nervous about. It's a very intimate thing. So, so you know, doctors and, and dentists, oh, for years, it's it was illegal to own a dental practice unless you were a dentist. So the dentist just took advantage of that over time. It, taking advantage of that's what the market was. And back in the day, back in the 70s and 80s, we didn't really, it was like one, it was like doctors didn't even have assistants and they like clean teeth. But now we have like, I have six assistants and two of them are hygienists and they numb my patients. And I, I see like, you know, I might do eight surgeries in a day, you know, versus like, I would have done like, like a quarter of that, you know, in the, in the eighties, but yet the prices are compared to inflation, they're, they're, they're significantly higher. Like, like it, it, you know, and it's, it, it comes back to, to Bitcoin with, with devaluation of, of a lot of things and, and how, how, how things, how money creeps up and, and how, how things are costing a lot more, even though people don't, people don't see it. Yeah. I'm glad we've got down this Bitcoin rabbit hole. So let's go, Andrew. I, I can see you're ready to. <laughs> um, we have, we're ready we're ready to go down there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're deep. We're, we're pretty like, deep. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like we got to stay away from people there, you know, because they, if they go down the rabbit hole, I got to stop ourselves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew, when you like, uh, do you, do you now looking at all of your, your dentistry, all of your work, all of your life, you know, through a Bitcoin lens, how do you see, I mean, first of all, have you taken your practice onto a Bitcoin standard, for example? Uh, yes, I have. And I'm very proud to say that. Um, I don't know if any other dental practice in the U.S. is on that right now, but mine is. Um, and it's very new. Um, 
but I'll never forget, um, you know, I've been working on <clears throat> setting this up uh, for months and uh, the day that, uh, that uh, you know, Tesla announced that they're buying <laughs> is literally the day that I was able to buy. <laughs> so, um, uh, so it was quite a, quite a morning. Um, um, I don't, I don't know how many, you know, people understand the weight that you have right now to get a, you know, an institutional account on any exchange is ridiculous. I, um, I have been hacking away at it since probably November. Um, and months later, what red tape was, did you have to go through? Where, where, where do you need to get the green flag from for, to, to go, you know, to put your business money into an asset like Bitcoin? Sure. Uh, you know, that actually wasn't that hard. It was kind of like applying for a bank loan where they need certain information. They do KYC AML. Um, they have to, they have to make sure you're not laundering money. They need to know, understand what type of business you are and what you're doing. Um, that part was relatively easy and took, you know, an hour to, to fill out. I think I applied on six different exchanges and the really tough part is just waiting because you may or may not even hear back because they're so busy. <laughs> so, wow. uh, yeah. Um, so from my perspective, I'm like, man, the, the institutions are coming. These guys, they don't even have the time of day to respond, let alone onboard you. Um, finally, I was, a, was approved um, by an exchange and was able to transfer, you know, essentially any and all, you know, reserve money I have in my practice. Um, it's all in Bitcoin now. Um, I, I full Michael Saylor'd it. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know, I'm proud to say I, I am a dental practice in the United States. That's back, but uh, that's on the Bitcoin standard, uh, completely. And we're working on other ways to integrate it as well. And you'd accept Bitcoin for, uh, any kind of work I'm assuming then. Yeah, so that's something where I'm working to integrate. It's a little bit tricky, and you know, Jeff and I have the same uh, CPA actually, and uh, we're working with her on you know how do we how do we do this from an accounting perspective? That's what I that's what I haven't figured out yet, uh, but we do intend to we do intend to accept Bitcoin and not only accept it, but I'm willing to offer you know a discount on people that do pay in Bitcoin. Um, I'm so confident that, you know, I, I believe in the number go up technology, you know, um, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to, to, you know, reducing my fees to being paid in, in Bitcoin, just because Bitcoin is, is the, the best, most sound, hardest money that has ever existed in history. And, you know, if somebody pays me in Bitcoin, I'm holding it, I'm not selling it. Um, I'm holding it and keeping it in my company forever. And, you know, knowing that what that could be worth in the future, I have no, no issue at all offering a discount. Jeff, anything to add? Have you, have you followed suit yet with your businesses or are you uh, slightly behind? I'm slightly behind. So I Michael Saylor did 
when uh, I listened to Michael Saylor give <laughs> right before Tesla, you know, joined on. So I was frantically buying and getting into Bitcoin right as as the the as Tesla was was uh, going bananas, and I was talking with Andrew about getting my business on it, and um, so I'm in the process of doing that. And you know, one of the things that 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 we're trying to do is just show that process um, to other dentists. We want to show that process, you know, you know, it's, it, you know, we, we came to Bitcoin at different times. I, I believe in the same things that Andrew does. I, I'm going to give discounts. I'm going to hold Bitcoin um, and for all the same reasons Andrew um, does. And I think once people um, learn more about the Bitcoin standard, um, there's going to be a giant wave of that. I think it's going to be slow. I think medicine is one of the slowest things um, to get there, but that plays, you know, actually it gives us time to be able to, to um, learn and, and help adopt it. So I, I take a different approach than Andrew also, um, or slightly different. Um, I'm a little further in my career and my, my company is a little larger than, than his, so I'm I'm looking at a little, things where just just a little bit, it's <laughs> a little different. So 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 my my enterprise is a little is a little different than his. So um, working with um, like Valkyrie Trust is something that 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 I'm working with that you know can secure the the Bitcoin without um, without having any any concerns about security um, and. Uh, so that, so there's an arm with that, you know, there's, there's a payment, you know, program. And, and then there's, you know, you know, there, the, the technology that allow us to be able to make transactions easier um, is, is, you know, something that, and marketing is what is, is what uh, we need to figure out and, and figure out how to integrate into a small business at the ground level. So, so, and if we're, if, if we're able to, to do this, this is something that can be industry-wide um, over time. And, Matt, and I, to, I just, yeah, yeah. Great to hear you guys saying we would both take discounts if we were to be paid in Bitcoin, because that we've been saying this for a little while in the, in the Bitcoin community. I think Matt O'Dell was talking about this uh, a while back. Like that's the next phase when we have people putting their businesses onto a Bitcoin standard and accepting discounts for Bitcoin against fiat, we know we're entering a new phase. And so I, I'm just interested now how many other small to medium sized enterprises are doing this and are thinking this way because it's... I'm, I'm interested too. I don't know. <laughs> but, but... I, I... You know, you know what? There's, there's. Um, Henry Ford said, like, if I, if I wanted to give everybody what they wanted, I would have built a faster horse. So, you know, there, you know, it's going to be FOMO, and it's going to be a bunch of stuff that drives funnels people into, into, you know, the Bitcoin standard. I think it's, it, it's, it takes multiple times before somebody actually dives into it. Um, it takes a lot of foolish, a lot of fools to make money for smart people to, to catch on and, and see it as something like, you know, where the serious people get in. 
you know, the, the days of the hoodies and the, and the, and the skull caps are going to turn into suits and ties, you know? So, so, you know, we're part of the suit and tie people, but we're also part of the hoodie and, and, you know, <laughs> the hoodie club too, I, you know, we're, I don't really we're wear suits or ties, honestly, but we're straddling, straddling. <laughs> <laughs> I do right the border. Do. Well, that's, 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 that's why we're good. Andrew, Andrew doesn't, I wear the suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys, um, did you watch the micro strategy, uh, micro strategy, uh, kind of conference three-day conference that they put on? Did you see any of that? Yeah, I was there. And, yeah, uh, and I think Jeff watched it afterwards. Yeah, Andrew right. sent Andrew sent it to me, and I was I was I was in a in a Texas oil field, and I had nothing to do, so I put it on, and I couldn't believe what I had heard, <laughs> and I couldn't believe I wasn't in this. Like, like I couldn't believe that I didn't know this, you know. And he was talking about the balance sheets, and it just like like. Like it clicked, it absolutely clicked when it came to my kind of business and what it could, and and building a Bitcoin machine. If I'm not mistaken, I think Jeff, you you just walled yourself indoors for a whole week after that, <laughs> and and did only that. I, I mean, I, I would say up until like today, it it it, it it's, it's still going months later. I'm sorry. It's just like, like, yeah, but uh. I just, I got a text from you, I think at like three o'clock in the afternoon, like a week later uh, after you watched Michael Saylor talk. And I think you said you're still in bed. You hadn't got out of bed all day. You were like reading about Bitcoin. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get on enough exchanges. I couldn't get like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And then I saw how hard it, how, how many hoops you have to jump through. And, and when I see that, I, I see upper, I, I see opportunity because it, it's, it's going to get easier, <laughs> you know, over time. Oh man, you should have seen it back in 2015. I, well, oh. that, that I did research and I, and I started finding out how damn hard it was to get a freaking Bitcoin, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You OGs like, oh really God, had to go through the I mud. Not? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, how the hell, you know, yeah, like, like not worthy, man. Like seriously, but you know, hey, everybody's got to get in at some point, right? Right. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm just that thankful the that truth. people support me. You know, that is inevitable. Everybody, everybody has to get in at some point, and in we even, all either way, so you know it or you don't. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, we are still it, so it, early. It, oh, for sure. I hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing i wanted to ask you about jeff you said something at the at the be beginning of the show how how you met andrew and how you kind of picked him as somebody that's a lifelong learner what what do you look for in, in someone when you when you're looking for that what what kind of alarm bells go off in your mind um well i think i think um when, when people have processes uh, versus um, questions, okay. So when somebody when somebody has a curious mind, um, they usually go through a lot of scenarios before they ask you questions. Okay. So if um, so if if 
if somebody was, you know, having a difficult time, let's say they were, um, let's say we're in Jamaica and they were removing a tooth. Okay. Um, and they tried seven different instruments and, and they worked at it, they worked at it, they worked at it, and then they were having trouble and then they came to me. Um, when somebody has a strategy and a way of doing things and they're having a difficult time and they come to, to a mentor or, or an educator, um, those are the kind of people I'm looking for, you know, as far as people that I wanna surround myself with. People that have strategies on, on life, people that have strategies on how they do dentistry, um, just, just processes to things versus um, somebody who um, just kind of does what they're told or if they, you know, if, if they don't, you know, uh, you know, or have a passion for, for what they, they do. So, so people that, that are really into something and they try, 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 try. And then the only time that they need help is when they just got to make it to that very next step. You know, those are the people that I like working with versus the person that's going to try it once, give up um, and, and be done with it and, and go ask for help. Um, you know, any project in the middle, if you, if you look at any project in the middle of it, it always looks like a failure. So the people that have the grit and the desire to kind of make breakthroughs and then the people that can see opportunity of the, you know, Andrew at the time, you know, wasn't really looking for a mentor and, you know, when it comes to his dental practice, um, you know, and I wasn't looking for a mentee, but when it comes to dentistry, um, but, but it just kind of happened to, to work out that way. He, he, I told him that, Hey, you should come visit my practice. And, you know, when you graduate and two or three years later, he gives me a call. I didn't even know who it was, you know? And, and cause he's like, I, you know, you're an entrepreneur. I want to, you know, these are things that I want to do. And, and out of hundreds of people that I've, that I've, you know, said, Hey, come out to my practice and take a look at what I do. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm 15 years ahead of, of Andrew. Um, not very many people take me up on my offer, you know, like if I could have somebody that could help me, if I could have had somebody that, that would have helped me in that process when I was coming out of dental school, I would, I would be 10 times more successful than what I, what I am right now. I'm, I'm thankful that I got through the bumps and bruises and I'm thankful that I, that I have the perspective and the, and the, the, you know, the, you know, those tough times to, to, to back me, but, but a lot of times those things aren't that necessary, you know? So, so, you know, those are the type of people that I'm looking for that are willing to put forth their own effort before they ask for help. And then when you help them, they accelerate, you know, they, it works like Bitcoin, just a little investment turns into, you know, massive gains. So, so investors in time and and life are the people that I, that I look for, just, just for them to be part of my life. Andrew, I imagine you now in my, in my mind's eye, hammered in a beach shack on a, in a bar in Jamaica, just bugging Jeff with questions. Is that what was going down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a fun time. <laughs> I think we're at few- Margarita. <laughs> yeah or dirty bananas i think is the drink of choice there yeah, we, were, we were drinking a lot we were drinking a lot <laughs> <laughs> all right 
what the hell goes in a dirty banana or do we not need to know i don't think anybody knows no. <laughs> there's some kind of rum some, lots of rum lots of rum. Yeah. rum and i don't know sugar <laughs> sure rum and sugar yeah. <laughs> do, do you actually remember that um i mean on a serious note do you, do you remember you know what what drew you to jeff and why you were kind of um uh, what made you call back in like three years time and say, yeah, Hey, I'll come look around your practice. Well, you know, I, I knew that whatever he was doing, he was, he was being successful and I wanted to be successful. Um, I guess still trying, um, you know, kind of like what, what Jeff said is, is, you know, you, I, I look for people that um, you think outside the box uh, when, when it comes to life and, you know, that's kind of what I, what I gravitate to. And, you know, I, I got out of, of residency and was, was doing things my own way. And Jeff and I hadn't talked for a couple of years just because, you know, not much in common when, when you're grinding through residency and, you know, and he's out there taking over the world, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, I remember those times and, and, um, you know, you, you just want to, you just want to try to, to associate with, with people that are, that are successful if you want to be successful. And I kind of hit a point in my life where I was like, you know, I, I, um, I want more people like that around. And I literally, I remember this, I went through, I was just like, you know, I can start by just seeing, you know, who I know. And I looked through all the contacts in my phone. I was like, who do I know? You know, um, who do I know that could, that could help me or make a difference in my life? And I was rolling through and I was like, oh yeah, I know Jeff Birch. <laughs> I know him. He's a dentist. He's out there. We, we hung out in Jamaica. Um, he, he seems like a, you know, a really successful guy. I bet I could learn something from him. Um, I bet there's something, something to, to be learned. And, you know, I, I called him up and it was like, we never really had any time apart or anything. And, uh, you know, I, I dove right in and, you know, he's, he's helped me out a ton, you know, even just, you know, talking with somebody that, that has a similar mindset as you is, is a huge refresher sometimes. And, um it, yeah it makes a difference and like you said earlier on you know being surrounded by bitcoin as finding bitcoin twitter and you know these are my people there's right. uh you know people that think outside the box i mean you look at bitcoin twitter bitcoin twitter doesn't even know the box exists right the box is a dot to them like right like it's what <laughs> what box <laughs> right <laughs> exactly that's why i love it i mean I, the plebs i mean it, it's just it was mind opening. I was, I was so disappointed because I had a Twitter since like 2013 or 2015. I didn't even go on it. One day I was like, Hey, I wonder what's going on on Twitter. And I just got on there. And I'm like, wait, there's, there's Bitcoin stuff. Wait, there's like, wait, also there's Bitcoin stuff, but it's also attracted like all the smartest people. Uh, and it's just, it's just the sea of value. I mean, you know, I think I saw a post the other day. I forget who put it up, but somebody said, you know, 
they've learned more on Bitcoin Twitter in six months than they learned in all of their education. And, um, you know, I did, I, I did like 12 years of college or, or graduate degrees. And, you know, I learned a lot, but man, I mean, I've learned a lot. I think, I don't know if I would say more about my specific profession, but I've learned so much just immersing myself in that. Um, and now I'm, I'm hooked on it. <laughs> Jeff, are you on there too? You know what? Um, I, I might, no, no. So, so that's how, so, I mean, my, my mind is being blown right now because, and I'm fearful now because now, now I know how much time I'm going to be spending. <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be a time sinkhole, but it, you know, it is a fun one. It is a yeah, fun life one. Is, I, life is a series of sprints, and I, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I just got finished with a sprint a few minutes ago. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm going on tonight. <laughs> well, he secondarily is exposed to it because I, I just send him uh, anything relevant. So I mean, I'm on Twitter, but there's, if there's a, yeah, if there's a special like, like, yeah, that I, I want to be on that, yeah. But I mean, I've subscribed to all my, all the, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah you just got to follow a different bunch of people i gotta that. follow yeah, you, people yeah, yeah. just we'll, we'll give him a break Bitcoin he's new yeah, yeah if, we'll, i'm learning we'll, i'm learning a lot <laughs> we'll curate a list um but it does become yeah. it, it is so funny it gets to a point where you're just like every time you tweet you just feel as though i'm just smsing like all my my boys right like uh or, or girls because there's more and more women turning up it's like it's just like a big group chat uh it's like you're sending a grid a big sms and uh a stream of consciousness because you, you both know this by now i'm sure like the epiphanies do not stop like they keep dropping you could be out yes. walking the dog you could be having a shower you could be doing the gardening whatever it is and you're like oh shit another dot just clicked into place yeah bitcoin fixes this yeah <laughs> yeah and you know jeff's had all that crammed in in, in a, the short span of a couple months <laughs> i think he might <laughs> be ready to explode over there but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know what? that's that that's just that's just how we roll right right <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's, there's no what's been one of the biggest ones for you jeff then uh as soon as you're like the newest um to the party like as far as epiphany yeah um i didn't realize how how um i mean the, I, I guess the main thing is how much money is being printed right now in america i mean it, it's you know, I grew up in a time where, you know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an ex-U.S. soldier. I know nothing in life other than America. And I've been, I, you know, growing up and, I, and I've been spending, you know, you know, or at least that was the first half of my life. I've spent the second half of my life trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in the world. And, you know, confidence in the U.S. dollar, um, I'm losing confidence in it. And being in a number of places overseas and understanding a little bit about currency, um, you know, I was being, I was in the gold market a little bit, I you know, back in, in the uh, recession, 
uh, just learning about it at least, you know, very small positions, but learning that gold is not a good one. <laughs> um, so like the combination of, of trillions of dollars coming into, and then more trillions coming in, um, I just don't see it as sustainable. I just don't, I, I see the dollar being something that's going to be great and good for a long, long time. But, you know, just, I just think of like in scientific terms, like osmosis, you know, eventually the money is just going to flow over to the hardest asset. And when, you know, when Michael Saylor was talking about the hardness of Bitcoin, I, I, I thought I was going to get an accident in my car. You know, it's like I, 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 you know, I, I had, you know, and I was in, I was in the middle of nowhere, you know, and I, and I was like, I couldn't believe what I, you know, what I had heard and, and I, I wanted to get on before, you know, as quickly as possible, (laughs) as quickly as possible. And that's, that's what I've been doing. How about you, Andrew? What's um, how do you because you've been here a little bit longer in the space? Sure. How do you feel it's changed you? Like you know, what personality trait do you feel has has changed inside of you? Um, probably you know confidence in the future. I would say, if anything, uh, you know, I I was buying Bitcoin in twenty seventeen, you know, twenty eighteen. I didn't really understand it to be completely honest with you. I just knew it was awesome. And it's, it's really opened my mind with the amount of intelligent people that have come in recently and just defined it. What is this? Why is it awesome? Why can we have more confidence in this than anything else? And, you know, it's just, it's furthered my confidence in, in the future. Um, you know, if you, if you're in the, in the thing that is the best version of money the world has ever seen, you know, you can, you can think about the future in a more positive way. And, um, you know, that's, I guess why I've latched on so hard to it. it. It's because, there's, there's nothing else that can, that can make you feel that confidence. No, absolutely. All right, guys, I'm going to ask you the final question that I ask on each show. And I'm going to go Andrew first. If you had one orange pill left to give to someone, who would you give it to and why? (laughs) Um, So that's, that's pretty a pretty easy answer. Um, I mean, you could go in a lot of different directions with this, but you know, I would give it to my parents. Um, they don't quite understand it. And, um, and I don't think they understand the importance of it. Um, I've been trying to help them understand, but worst case scenario, I I, I guess I'm going to take one for the team and, and, uh, and help them <laughs> myself if I have to, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So from that perspective, I mean, I, you know, my family, I wish would, but you know, my brother, my brother actually took it and ran. Um, so he, so I think he's going to be okay. Um, you know, it's, 
as far as celebrities, I don't know. I think, I think it's just going to be inevitable for, for many people. Um, you know, we see Paris Hilton just got <laughs> involved or, or has been involved and just became publicly involved. That's, that's funny. I, you know, and she's an influencer, man. Uh, that's going to be big for a lot of people. And I think the more, the more of that, that we can, that we can get, you know, the better, the, the more people that are able to understand, um, you know, what it is, um, is the best. So, uh, you know, I, I guess my second vote there goes, you know, Paris Hilton continue doing her thing. Cool. Jeff, what do you have? Um, wow. You know what? That's a, you know, at first I thought, um, you know, no one, cause they got to get it, want it and have the capacity to do it. But then Andrew with the parents thing, that was like, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, um, uh, the Kim Jong-un from North Korea, because I think that that would shake up the entire planet. And I think uh, countries would start um, hoarding Bitcoin and it would blow up. It would, but I think that might be the end of the world. So, so probably I'm going to go back with my parents. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> and it, it's, it's becoming more and more evident to me that that, that answer is, is resonating with people on, on two separate issues. The, the first issue is, of course, you want your, your loved ones and your parents to, to understand that if they want to protect their wealth, right? You know, the boomers, uh, I, we, I'm guessing we all have boomer kind of generation parents. Uh, you know, there's a lot of money tied up there and there's, that's, that's going to get inflated away and stolen over time. And, you know, God love them. Our governments love taxing the dead which is just, uh, you know, absolutely unbelievable. So by having them move into Bitcoin, it protects the wealth that they worked so hard for, one. The second point is, God, wouldn't it be nice for them to be on your level of understanding and to be able to have deeper conversations and like, you know, back to your point in the beginning, Andrew, hanging out with people that think like you. There's definitely uh, a problem, I think, within, within families with, with those people that hold it feeling kind of not ostracized not the right word but distanced maybe from the mindset that um you know is still set within the the, the rest of the folks within the family that, that don't hold it yeah yeah there's a big gap you know it's it's palpable um all i can think of is the meme where with the guy standing in the corner and, and at the party <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, that says I own Bitcoin and then everybody else is doing their own thing. Um, it, it's kind of like that. Um, you just hope to, you, you just hope to, you know, maybe one piece at a time, you know, introduce people. And, and <clears throat> what, what was it? Uh, the, the quote from the matrix, um, you know, if they, they said in the movie, the matrix, if they, um, if they, they never free a mind past a certain age. Um, and, uh, you know, Bitcoin is essentially the matrix, you know, um, and, but they do that because they're afraid that the mind will break and there may be some parallels there in, in which, you know, boomers just, uh, 
they may not be receptive to that change and, and that's okay. Um, you know, not everybody, not everybody has to be, you just hope to, to help the people that are able to open their and free their minds. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, we'll start to wrap it up. It's been great to get to know you both. Thank you again for reaching out. Um, it's been, you know, well done, Andrew, for taking your your business onto a Bitcoin standard. That's that's amazing. Jeff, welcome to the party. It's it's great to have you along for the ride, brother. Uh, <laughs> we should definitely make sure we should definitely make sure people can reach out to you guys. So, uh, Andrew, if you want to share your Twitter handle, go ahead. Yeah. Or, or sure. any other, you know, if the, you know, if you're looking to help people in your community, or if they want to find your dental practice, might be interested in in coming and, and getting consultations. Feel free to to do that too. Sure. Yeah. Um, my, my Twitter handle is btcdmd, and um, I only accept patients on a referral basis. So you, you don't want to see me unless you have to. So we're not so worried about that. But uh, but really, thanks for having us on the show. I mean, it's been. It's been a pleasure. It's been really fun, honestly, to 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 get out and talk with like-minded individuals and and you know I think what you're doing is fantastic. Um, you know, with your your great push to get as many people on and as many voices in this community on, um, you're doing fantastic work. And I think I think we definitely need more of that um, yeah, uh, in general. So um, we really really appreciate you uh, talking with us here. Kind words. Yeah, thank, thank you very much, Jeff. Jeff, yeah, well, I'm not yeah. letting you go. I'm not letting you go until you oh, tell okay. us your Twitter okay. handle. We, we got to have you know, your Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I. Uh, <laughs> or are you going to create a new actually, one? What, what are you going to leave? Actually, no, 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 no. I got to. I got to look. I got to look at what it is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you, do I'm you here. have it handy for him? <laughs> I, I actually don't. Um, he, Jeff's got to get on it. Yeah, well, okay. Oh, I've been just, pestering him about this anyways, too. That's all right. We've shamed him into it. We've, yeah. we've pub- yeah. publicly shamed him. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sorry, man. Go on, Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get his. We'll get his to you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jeff, otherwise, how can people come and interact with you if they'd like to learn a little bit more about you or your, your dental practices? Is there any way? Well, that we, well should, we, uh, we should... have uh, we, we have our own podcast starting soon. And Congrats. Um, yeah, and uh, we also are uh, creating a website, uh, the Bitcoin dentist.com. Uh, and uh, uh, we're basically going to have a place where people can connect with us um, that way, and and through Twitter. A- Andrew primarily um, is our is our go to guy on Twitter. That's awesome, guys. So it's going to be the Bitcoin dentists or dentist. The Bitcoin dentist. dot com. Okay, singular. Bitcoin dentist. dot com. But the the show is going to be you two, like interviewing guests, or you got it. Yes. Oh, Brand man. new. Awesome. We have this is this is our first episode, so uh, this is kind of a trial fun run for us. Yeah, um, yeah. But we have that in the works, and so Jeff and I are partners in that regard, and that we we are are starting a podcast and a website, and you know our our primary goal is we want to we want to get Dennis into the digital age, 
or really anybody, but, um, you know, we, we want to help and, and, and help anybody we can see what we see. That's awesome. So get as many dentists as possible, uh, learning about Bitcoin, taking their practices onto a Bitcoin standard. Oh man, that's, that's amazing. Think of the knock-on effects of that. Right. Just one small industry, but it can have huge effects. Yeah, totally. All right, guys, that's very, very cool news. I, I, I can't believe you left that right to the end to drop that there. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, work, it's a work in progress and we're very excited about it and passionate about it. Uh, and, and maybe we can have some help from you as an expert in this, but, uh, but you know, we, we, uh, we want to, this is, you have the greatest job in the world. I mean, think about, think about being a, a podcaster. I mean, what, what do you do as, as, as doing podcasts, you talk with interesting people all day and all the time and get to document it. I mean, how cool is that? And my daughter gets exposed to, to people like yourselves, which. Oh, that's just that, a secondary. That yeah. Well, like Jeff said, I mean, compounding effect, I mean, multiplying effects. Yeah. You know, not just you, but everybody in your life. Yeah. It's incredible. All right, Jeff, anything to, to leave us on? Did you find that Twitter handle or are you, you know, you know what, it's a private, my, my, my current one is a private Twitter handle and uh, I'm, I'm going to be getting something more Bitcoin friendly. Um, cool. so I can interact that way, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I just want to go on the record that I'm giving my Bitcoin to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want world wars. I want, I, you know, or give it or have, or, or, or Paris Hilton I'll take. <laughs> <laughs> you can edit out that, that one part. That'd be wonderful. But anyways, <laughs> no problem. Guys, it's been great to meet you. If, um, you know, the offer stands, if you ever need any help setting up or and any advice on, on equipment or anything like that, although it looks like, Andrew, you're already way down the line with, with getting the, the, the real stuff going, <laughs> then uh, you uh, <laughs> hit me up anytime. I actually, uh, I actually have happy two to studios. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jeff's got studios. We're good. But hey, yeah, we're good. thanks, Dan. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> take care guys thank you thank you hey everyone thank you jeff thank you andrew for reaching out and coming on the show i hope the plebs have enjoyed another pleb episode listening to your individual journeys from the early days of finding bitcoin finding dentistry finding your passion and it sounds to me as though you both love doing what you do and that is something very very special not many people can really ever say that so well done for finding that and welcome to the bitcoin rabbit hole guys it's so great to have you on board especially jeff who's a little bit newer to the scene these guys take in both of their practices and jeff has many practices onto a bitcoin standard eventually and they're going to be releasing their own pod in that particular niche talking to other practitioners to move them onto a Bitcoin standard as well. Man, this thing's going to happen, right? It's going to happen pretty quick. And uh, yeah, you know, they could be pilling as many customers in their in their chairs whilst they have them under the influence as, as possible. So big love, guys. Big respect. Thanks for coming on. But before I close this out, don't forget, guys, go support 
the sponsors of the show. Go to ones-bitten.com. Visit the sponsors tab. You'll find all of the links there. Shill Coin Floor, Shill Swan Bitcoin, Shill Relay, and Bitbox O2 Hardware Only. Uh, excuse me, Bitcoin Only Hardware Wallet. That's shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitten. Take care, guys. I look forward to the next show. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, or night, wherever you are.